What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Ooh, welcome back to the 3-0 Take, presented by SeatGeek. This is episode 359. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, we are back. Hope everybody had a good long weekend. Yeah, I know I did. Uh, first to say, completely checked out. I think I maybe mm. caught a single inning of the Red Sox game on Saturday, I believe it was. Uh, but it was good, though. You know... You need that uh, sometimes. You you definitely need it. I to be honest with you, I didn't think it would hit this early though. Like usually yeah. it's once the summer gets here, but yeah. I I was just feeling a little burnout. Had to step back a little bit. I'm sure people maybe have noticed social's been a little little dead on our end. Yeah. Uh I I'm very much aware. Very much aware. It's not like I'm just choosing like forgetting to post things I'm, Dude, I'm, sometimes sometimes you need a little break from the toxicity of so it's it's so bad man it i really it needed you. it yeah it it was rough so and you work i don't think people know that you work in social media so like it's constant yeah dude it's 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 all the time thing so like throughout the day i'm doing my doing like my work and then like we were talking about yesterday like i come home and then it's like I got to like jump in head first to the baseball world of social media yeah. and then do stuff for that. So I was getting a little bit burnt out, but it was good to have a, have a long weekend, get away, see some family, see my first nephew. That was, that was a good time uh, down in Nashville. Got to go to, uh, we took him to a Nashville sounds game, which was, which was awesome. First time I'd been there. Um, that I tell you what, I, I, I'm big on giving props to people that do it right. And the mm -hmm. Nashville sounds do it right. They got man. it. Like the park, uh, the fan experience, the, the location, it's all there. Like that, the first time I think I maybe have ever seen ping pong tables available for really? fans. Yeah, dude, they had everything. They had, uh. They a, a lot of stuff for kids. Like they had they had uh, ping pong tables. They had next to the the bars, uh, which they have a great like bar area out there in right mm -hmm. field. Um, but yeah, they had the ping pong. They had uh, stuff for kids to climb on. Um, I think they even had. I think I saw like wiffle ball games or something going on. There Just go. all sorts of stuff. 
all sorts of stuff. But yeah, were you they, able and to then get they, any grub, any any food at all? No, we had eaten right before we left, so I wasn't able to experience the food aspect of it. But the the scoreboard was legit. Like it's got to be one of the more unique scoreboards I've ever seen with the just a massive guitar and yeah. Kind of low key. One of my favorite things that they did with the scoreboard, aside from it being a guitar, was their outs counter. If you've mm-hmm. ever been to a sounds game, you you know what I'm talking about. But their outs counter are the Tennessee Stars. So like, if you look at the state uh, flag, okay, it's got the it's got the the three stars on there, and uh-huh. that's how they keep track of their their outs. They like highlight the stars as the inning like goes that. along. Pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, it was a good time. Uh, I got to, as I mentioned. Got here's to see my question, Luke. though. What do you got? Was it enough of an experience where you'd be like, Nashville is better off just keeping the sound versus bringing in a major league ball club? I did spend some time thinking about this weekend. We were driving around town, and I was just kind of like in my own little world, like the families over there talking about. Little, little nephew, and I'm yeah. over here looking out the window, going, "Yeah, could this city hold, <laughs> hold yeah. a major league could team? Just take I, this in, yeah, I, yeah. I should be over there, like doing baby talk to to nah. my nephew and all that. But nah. I'm looking out the window, going, you know, like, do you think, do you think this city has the the infrastructure to to handle? The infrastructure? <laughs> yeah, to, can can they handle this right now? So that if if you're That'd curious where location. my head's at when I'm when I'm traveling, yeah, like what what kind of uh, revenue do we think we could pull into this city? Really help build it up. Yeah, because um, I I feel like the sound it, for me, like I'm not a huge minor league guy. I haven't maybe been to a handful, but like the Nashville sound is like one in my mind where I'm like, if I was to choose to go to a minor league game, it'd be that one. So I just I worry that. You gotta. Are you? We are gotta you, get you to a Durham Bulls game. That's what we gotta get. Yeah, you. that's true too. For good things, so they do it right. Uh, but yeah. yeah, to answer your question, I. Ah, uh, it's tough. It like the Bulls. It's one of those things where it's like you guys have such a good thing going here. I don't know why don't, mess don't, it up. Yeah, don't fix what's but, not broken. I mean, you look at that and you go, okay, well, baseball obviously works here. So, like, uh-huh. maybe we too. push the envelope. Because you, you wouldn't want to go to a city where it's like, they there's no there's no existing baseball here. There's yeah. a good chance it's not going to work here. So, you got to, I guess, what, it was something like the sounds. You'd have to roll the dice and say, do we take something that's already good and see if we can make it better? I don't know. It's tough. Did you ever feel the desire to get cowboy boots? Uh, no. Past many uh, boot barns, though. Mm. No free ads, but past past couple of those. Mm. Uh, but no, no urge to get. Cowboy it's too boots. bad. No. It's too bad. Sorry to disappoint. Yeah. Go watch Yellowstone again, and then maybe you'll you'll have the itch. I haven't watched it for a first time, so. You've never seen it? No. So me watching really? it again would have to be What are you doing? After I watch it the first time. Um I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. I guess. Big Kevin Costner guy. Um you want to get into we got a couple voicemails here you want to get into? Yeah, let's hear from old AJ. You, I know he's pro- coming. Yeah, yeah, you can probably guess who one of them is if you're yeah. listening. Uh 
yeah, let's start off. Let's start off with old AJ, with our good friend AJ. Hey guys, AJ Torres. And Danbury, Connecticut. One thing, one storyline that I thought was just beautiful for this weekend. And I could say I've never wanted a team to lose badly in the regular season ever, as I can recall. And that is Mike Soraka after over a thousand days <laughs> going off of back-to-back Achilles tears, which they say is the worst injury that any athlete in any sport could have happened to him. Right now, uh, I got to wake up at 5 a.m. It's about 9.30 now, my time, so I'm drifting off. But I just saw this man come back from back-to-back possible career-ending injuries, pitch five innings, allow four runs, and I think his day is done. But whatever the case may be, win or lose, what a freaking comeback. And that is one of the reasons why you got to love baseball is because you see romantic moments like this and it just warms the heart. I hate, I love Memorial Day baseball ever since I heard Michael Kay and Bob Shepard do it as a Yankee fan. But this right here, I know I'm not going to be watching the Yankee game too much tonight, but what's your thoughts on this Mike Soraka comeback? Because I am all for it. I hope that guy goes to the moon. Take it easy, guys. Later. Friend of the pod, Mike yeah. Soroka. Not a lot of people. Give him a pass. A Give him a Connecticut pass on that one. That's all right. It's yeah. All right. I, no, tournament I'm not saying versus he... tournament. You know, they get yeah. they get a pass. Yeah. No, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, but yeah, not a lot of people remember that we uh, we chatted with him. I don't. Mm-hmm. I feel like I I said that on a recent episode. I don't know if Soroka came up at any point, but yeah, old friend of the pod, um, solid dude, Real solid, solid dude. dude. I I was gonna say, got a great head on his shoulders. Like mm-hmm. you could tell when we talked to him that he and he talked like he talked about the injury, which I'm sure isn't easy for a guy like that. When yeah, like it's your whole life, and then your career is derailed by something that this was. Before the second one. Second though. one. Yeah. Yeah. This was we were in talking between. to him after the first one. Yeah. Um Yeah. That I, look, it's he's right. That's one of the harder that's one of the harder injuries for sure. And when you look at like TJ specifically for a pitcher, it's like, well, you have you have examples of guys beating it, right? And you have examples of like like Nathan Ivaldi is you know, he's had it twice. So it's like you hear success stories there's not a ton after a torn achilles so difficult difficult path but yeah you can't help but root for the guy and i know we got a little a little special special spot for our guys that have been on here so it's good to see him back Episode two twenty eight of the three O Take in case anybody want to go back and listen. That's way back, back when. That was August of twenty twenty one, and we're coming up on August of this year. Has it mm-hmm. really been two years since we talked to him? We wow. are deep into this. Deep. Wow. Yeah, we had a couple couple of our guys. 
couple of our guys return this past week. Soroka, Liam Hendricks, mm. another friend of the pod. Talk about emotional return. Man, I mean, and I'm sure Soroka would tell you, like, as hard as coming back yeah. from two Achilles yeah. situations is. Take that over uh, cancer. What Liam had to go through, yeah. I can't even imagine. I will say, though, everything about it was great. The ovation, the the introduction. Uh, his, the, his taking it in. But also keeping like the the closer mentality while he's doing it is why Liam is Liam. Like that, I think that was my favorite part of it was that he's still like he's still keeping himself hyped. He's huffing and puffing, and he's like he's staying zoned in. During it's like it it was perfect. Everything was perfect about it. Well, he he told he told uh, reporters after that minor league. Uh, rehab appearance where he I think it was his first appearance and he was like he was like yeah it was great but it was really hard to like stay in that mindset because you mm -hmm. got people like cheering you for coming back but I'm yeah. sitting here trying to strike three guys out yeah so I can't even it was probably that and then some with his uh debut for the White Sox uh, the only the only gripe I really have, uh -oh. about, and I know I know you're probably thinking, how in the uh -uh. world could you have a gripe about this situation? The only gripe I had was that I just don't think you put Liam in the first game you bring him back for, like, right? Like having gone through everything that he's gone through, like at least give him a day back with the club, get his feet wet a little bit, kind of get back in the swing of things and then maybe bring like let it i don't want to say it. let it build because i don't want to use his cancer diagnosis as some sure. like rallying cry but like sure. or his his recovery i should say but like give at least give the guy a day because then he comes out he he gives up a couple runs they end up losing the game by a couple runs i think it was tied when he came in if i mm -hmm. recall they yeah. lose six four and i'm like you know it's it's remarkable either way, regardless what would have happened tonight. Yeah. Have nothing but love for that guy, and really just the Hendricks family. They're all they're, they're just awesome. Yeah. But like this could have just been, I feel like a little bit better if you just gave the guy a day to breathe, and then maybe bring him in. Maybe a different scenario, and that, less. That's all. And less. He walked into the clubhouse and said, "If you can find a way to get me in today, get me in." I Which get he this probably out of the did. He, and now I think I think that's the kind of guy he is. I think that's yeah. just who he is. Like, yeah. hey, I gotta I gotta get this moment out of the way. I can't sit on it. You know, like let me give me a chance. Whatever the opportunity is, if there's yeah, one, please get me it. Um, did you see his wife? Up in the up in the suite, dude, yelling at umpires. Christy was <laughs> letting it eat, dude. She was she, like, "You oh, suck, man. Blue." <laughs> she was the star of the pod. Over she was. Else. She was I'm the star a, of the pod over Liam. I'm gonna look that one up too. That one was a great episode. That was. Man. Yeah, that was dude. We one. I know we've mentioned on here a number of times, but when we were chatting with Liam that that time. We had to kick uh, him off. It was going. We, we literally deep. got to the point where it was like, like you and I had been doing the pod long enough to where like we could kind of tell on the on the yeah. call, like you and I are kind of looking, going, yeah, we yeah. gotta wrap this thing up. 
And he just kept going and going and going. And then he he gets his wife involved and she starts flipping questions to him for uh, like on our behalf. Toss the, at that point, toss the ball at him is like, show him your grip. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And he gave it's us like, like little, little grip tutorials and everything. Yeah. So it, it got to the end where we're just sitting there basically just free entertainment. We're yeah. they're just doing a little Q&A for us. Awesome. For the pod, it was animals awesome. are all over the place. Cats are crawling on the camera. I mean, it was great. Yeah, he gave us a tour of his because uh, <laughs> yeah. that would have been his his spring training home because this was still they this were was stuck pre- co- or yeah. this was COVID. This was COVID. They were stuck, and I think that's what was cool. And um, like no matter where he goes or how he does, for me, like I during COVID, that's all those guys were doing. They were just doing interviews, Zoom yep. calls, interviews, phone calls, like radio the shows. Fix. They're just, that's all they're doing. It's so it's like, you're going to get burnt out eventually. It's for him to take the time and his wife to be not only cool with it, but be involved in it in certain ways. Um, they got to talk about their charity and what they're doing, you know, mm-hmm. off the field. It's like, you just, you can't help but root for this guy. And I'm sure that there's, I, I can't even imagine, you know, like, like kids that maybe have gotten a similar diagnosis and they're seeing Liam beat it and go out and play baseball. It's like the, I think that is the coolest part for me. Like he's, he's going to be humble and that's not anything he's ever going to feel like a warrior about doing, but the, the example he set for coming back and coming back this fast, dude, five months insane crazy absolutely crazy i don't even care about the result of the game don't even doesn't even no not at all not at all and i and i and i shared i shared my gripe not as like to not as a detractor not to take anything away from it but more so looking out for him but then you bring up the point where it's like maybe he he very well could have just went in be like i would guess i'm getting the ball tonight whether it's a safe situation or not i'm getting the ball tonight that'd be my guess yeah so that's 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 probably the likely scenario. Uh, episode yeah. 121 for those at home who maybe uh, hopped on the three out take train after that point. Yeah. And didn't even know we had interviewed Liam Hendricks. That was back in March of 2020, episode 121. Go back. Some and gems back listen. there. Some gems back yeah, there. Yeah, dude. We had a we had a we had a heck of a run mm-hmm. in COVID. We had Miles Michaelis. We had Zach Polisak, who I'm pretty sure was high at the time yeah, i don't know what yeah. was going on yeah he, t-mac was on there t-mac bobby witt yeah we had we had bobby witt yeah dallas braden johnny uh-huh. gomes johnny was cool johnny was cool yeah we had yeah, some that, we had some dudes on there jared schuster we, m- we mentioned mm-hmm. that yeah um mike Shremsky. we had some we had we had that was our, that was our prime right there. <laughs> we peaked, peaked yeah, early. Yeah. Now peaked we're just in COVID. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, we got a second voicemail here. Let's run through that real quick. All right. Hey, gentlemen, it's Jacob, uh, from Pennsylvania, and from the fantasy league. Uh, had to come in and support. Uh, I mean, I was on this voicemail way before I was a fantasy schmuck, but here I am calling back in. So. Here's a question. Who's going to get their life together quicker, Cedric Mullins or Julio Rodriguez? I think both have the potential to be, dare I say it, superstars. 
Um, I know we did not want to give that label to Rodriguez so much um, last episode, but I really think he has the potential to be that. Whether he is that yet now, who's to say? Really, who's to say? But I think him and Mullins are both incredible, incredible individuals, incredible players, and could put their team on their shoulders and carry them. Granted, Mullins also has Rutschman to help him out, um, and Orioles are missing a couple starting pitchers that would be monumental, but these are two teams that shouldn't be missing the playoffs this year. So which player is going to lay the groundwork to be that superstar for this year? I think We're not going to talk about how both those guys are on his fantasy team, though. We won't address that. We're not, uh, at, as requested by an individual or two, uh, we're not going to talk fantasy at all anymore. So I'm not even <laughs> going to address your comment. Um, look, for me, I, I, I know certain people may disagree, uh, but I view the potential for superstardom uh, I, I view the ceiling much higher for a guy like Julio Rodriguez sure. just because the reality of it is, whether people want to agree with this or not, as a position player, the guys that get more love at the end of the day, throw advanced, uh, advanced analytics out the window, the guys that get more love are the guys who can hit more home runs. Mm -hmm. And over the course of a career, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Julio Rodriguez probably finishes with more home runs than, Ced uh, than Cedric Mullins. Yeah. Granted, Cedric Mullins can be a 30-30 guy. He was a 30-30 guy. But I see a guy like Julio having potential to go 40, maybe even 50 uh, on a good year. And with that, uh, I don't want to say reality, but with that likelihood, I feel like a guy like Julio, especially with the – the bag he got was well, it was this off season, right? Um, yeah. It it's whether or not you want to put him in that category just yet. The the ingredients are there for for that to blossom into uh, quite the superstar. Yeah, and you talk about a twenty eight year old versus a twenty two year old. You know, um, whatever Seti Mullins is, I I would say the the prime is either now or past us. It's not ahead of us. And Julio's only going to get better. Um, as far as, you know, like the relation to the team goes, I think the Orioles have a better chance of going no matter the performance on Mullins. Whereas the Mariners, it kind of seems like they, they need their guy. They need their guy. They need that 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 juice that he brings the excitement that he brings to the crowd um that's his job and that's why an organization pays a guy that early they give him that contract that early because they recognize that this guy needs to be able to handle the weight and pressure of a city um and and he's young i hope it comes soon he's starting to tear it up the last week or so week and a half he's been really hot um Obviously, we saw Seti Mullins go to the IL, like Jacob mentioned. So, um, you know, I think that there's there's more support pieces. And and like Jacob was saying, I think Adley is probably the better comparison if you were to take two guys that are on the brink of superstardom 
and and arguably the face of their franchises moving forward versus a Seti Mullins. As as good as he is, I think he's you know closer to the back end of of everything. Um, so either way, they're both they're both solid. I think uh, I think you're right though. Chicks dig the long ball, so Julio is going to be that guy. Um, and and I'm I'm hoping he can kind of take the weight and and take the Mariners where they're supposed to be. I'd, I'd hate to see a fall short scenario. They got too many pieces. Well, I mean, I was, I was planning on talking about this maybe a little later in the episode, but maybe we just transition into it. Talking about some guys who have uh, been going off as of late, Julio Rodriguez named the AL player of the week for the week of uh, May 22nd to the 28th. And as you were as you were kind of saying, when Julio goes, the Mariners mm-hmm. go. Uh in seven we in seven games last week, uh J Rod slash four sixty seven, four eighty four, and eight hundred, which included fourteen hits and thirty one plate appearances with four doubles, two homers, seven RBIs, and a stolen base. As you were saying, when Julio goes, Mariners go. In that stretch, the Mariners went six and one. Mm-hmm. last week uh over his last 10 games he has registered multiple hit games eight times while slashing 419 432 and 721 with three homers and 10 ribbies um let's see oh and oh what i thought was interesting i saw a note here over that span, he raised his batting average forty-two points over those ten games. So he's yeah. now hitting. He's now, yeah. which is huge, yeah. which tells you how much he was really scuffling to start the year. Right. He's now slashing two forty-six, three hundred seven, four forty-two. It's 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 weird to have to remind yourself that this is this guy's second year in the league. You know, yeah. like it's yeah. You gotta you gotta slow down and and remind yourself of that sometimes and we're so obsessed with like young talent and it's, I get it, you know, it's rightfully so, but have some patience this, you know, month and a half into the season. It's, it's really going to be just fine. Didn't he have, he was out a little bit, right? I think he was on that IL for a little IL stint at some time. Did he go on the IL? Because I know he was having that. He was on like a day to day, uh, he was on day-to-day status there for a, mm. a minute, but I don't... Did he ever make it officially to the I don't IL? remember. I don't remember. But, yeah, I mean, it, I think he had four or five knocks against the Yankees series. Because um, it was Made a snag back. up against the wall. and Yeah, and I, I think that's right. Shoulder, that's right. maybe? Yeah, it was like a, like a tough baseball injury to deal with. It wasn't yeah. anything small, but... Saw so him crash in the wall and make a nice catch this this week against uh against the Yanks. So it's like he seems like he's he's getting his swagger back a little bit, getting his confidence back. Um, another guy that's been uh just doing his thing. Marcus Simeon, who we obviously talked about last was it last episode? Gosh, was last episode really the 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 point in time where we went in on the the Rangers, 
Mm-hmm. I think so. Showing nothing but love for the Rangers. Uh, it's just worth noting, though, Marcus Semien up to a 20-game hitting streak coming into Thursday. Uh, before Wednesday's game, he ranked among Major League second basemen first in runs, first in total bases, first in RBIs, first in doubles, second in hits, second in OPS, tied for second in triples, third in batting average, and also is hitting 481 with runners in scoring position, which leads the American League. Okay. So, stud. Yeah, stud. There was no reason to panic. In my opinion, should probably be the top vote getter for the All Star ballot. But he won't, and we'll get into All Star voting again. He should be. This is my favorite time of year when we can just talk about how much of a joke the All Star system is. I love it. I absolutely love it. Of all of my rants, I feel like my All Star voting probably the most valid, huh? It's the most what? The most valid. valid. Yeah. 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 I feel most justified probably <laughs> with this one. Maybe a couple others, yeah. but this one's got to be at the top of the list. Just yeah. a, a joke. Uh, another 20-game hitting streak. I don't know if a lot of people know this. Freddie Freeman is in the midst of a 20-game hitting streak. He's hitting four fifty seven with 11 doubles, one triple, five home runs, 21 ribbies, and 20 runs scored. During that stretch, during the month of May, who, as we all know, a month of May was big for a lot of these big names. Mm -hmm. Some scuffling that needed the month. Some that were scorching coming into the month of May that maybe fell off. Freddie Freeman, I think, has just been doing his thing all year and decided I'm just going to keep it rolling into the month of May because he slashed 396. 457 and 730 for the month of May. Oh my. And by the way, set new Dodgers records for most extra base hits and doubles in the calendar month. He had 24 extra base hits. OPS Compared, north north of a thousand now. Yeah, second in all of baseball behind Judge. Hitting 346. Who, oh, by the way, is pretty much on pace to put up. Boy, is it like 63 home runs? Is he on 63 home run pace? So that's the only reason Freeman's in second place right now is because Judge is yeah. doing his thing again. But you you hear extra 24 extra base hits in a calendar month, and yeah. then you look at a guy like Kyle Schwarber, who I think... Uh-oh. Did I see that correctly? He had two singles the entire month? No. Did I read that right? No. I'm sorry. I, miss, I don't want to put... I don't want to put put that out there if that's not right. It, I don't think it was that bad. I it, I was headline reading for Schwarber. I admit. <laughs> Dude, two. This was posted yesterday. Kyle Schwarber has two singles in his last twenty eight games. That's a month. He's hitting a buck sixty three. He's hitting a buck sixty three, dude. 31 hits on the season. Oh, here's an interesting tweet from Codify. Most played appearances in a 29-game stretch 
of a regular season hitting no more than two singles. Kyle Schwarber, 123 plate appearances. What's going on in Philly? We're not going to talk about Philly right now. Something in Philly the water. Will be fine. Philly will be fine. And you know who else is going to be fine? The Cardinals. And I want to get into that here in just a minute. But let's finish off these uh, these noteworthy performances. Um, Marcus Stroman. As much as I don't like the guy, uh, uh, it's, it's worth pointing out his last outing. Took a no-hitter into crazy. seventh. What? He drives me crazy. He's I I don't like him. Yeah, you but he's, and, has this like weird flash of just being top five in baseball. It's so odd. Yeah. We see this like every year and a half. Whatever. I hate it. I, I, I literally just got done saying, like, I don't want to talk about this. I don't like the guy. But yeah, we do a noteworthy performances section segment each Thursday, and I got to include Strowman in there. The guy just like, creates having haters oh it's so self-manufactured yeah, yeah completely but you know you need whatever for every whatever paul you goldschmidt you, for every paul goldschmidt wonder bread kind of yeah. guy you need you a need marcus stroman just guess. you go from plain as plain can be the most boring guy in the league you need a guy to counter that a little bit to keep things interesting it's keep true. that Keep that tension. Keep that equilibrium yeah. across the league. Uh, Marcus Stroman in his last outing against the Rays, which I believe was the 29th, which was... Was that Monday? Was that Tuesday? Sure. Yeah, that sounds right. Monday, I think. Mm. No. Sunday. Was it Sunday? Monday. Monday. Memorial Day. Monday. Oh, that's right, because he had the in the... In the clips, he had the patch that mm-hmm. they wear. Um, against the Rays, I'll remind you, best team in baseball, first team to 40 wins. Took a no-hitter into the seventh, complete game, one hit, shutout, only allowed one walk and had eight Ks. Uh, because it's Marcus Stroman, that's about all you're going to get out of me, but... Me including him in this segment is a big accomplishment for me, and I should step. be... It's a big step I should forward. be, I should be, uh, uh, I should be applauded. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I mentioned I wanted to talk about the Cardinals real quick because you were you were asking, oh, like what's going on in Philly? Phillies are going to be fine. Mm. Everybody, just stop panicking. Mm. Stop panicking. It mm. just, we just got to June. Mm. We just got to June. You got to go this month. You got to go this month, but you still have the month. June's not over. June just started. You know, okay. For those of you that are fans of teams that are kind of like scuffling on the brink right now, go with that slogan. Yeah, what did I, what did I just say? I don't know. Just got to June's June. not over. June just started. I mm. think that's what I said. Go, right. Just keep that in the back of your mind. Keep that yeah. in the back of your mind. Because look what happened with Juan Soto. I, I mean, now that May is officially in the books, 
Just go back and look at the numbers. I told you he just needed the calendar to change. Yeah. That's the last I'm going to say on Juan Soto for the month of May. But I just wanted to show you that just give it time. Give it time. The Phillies, on the other hand, a little bit of a different situation. There's more than just one guy struggling there. But they'll be fine. A lot of doll hairs for some mediocrity over in Philly. A lot uh, of doll hairs being passed out. You could say the same over in Queens, but we don't need to. Oh, you can definitely say that in Queens. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we don't need to. We don't need to be throwing strays at this particular point in the episode. Not yet. Uh, Mets strays are my favorite, though. Oh, absolutely. Nothing better. (laughs) Nothing better than turning, like having accidental strays and then just turning like full heel and just talking how bad the the Mets are. I love it. Those are my favorite. Um, No, but I wanted to look at the NL Central real quick. Because again, getting us back on track here. You said you were worried about the Phillies. Phillies will be fine. Another team that'll be fine, the Cardinals. And I noticed that the only reason I really want to talk Central is because I was looking at the standings earlier today. You know, after a long weekend where I was just pretty pretty much checked out, unplugged, I needed to get back kind of into the loop. So I, the other day I was looking through the uh, looking through standings, and I come across the National League Central. And I'm not one to look into like the the fine print of the standings, if you will. Usually I'm just mm-hmm. going to check, you know, how many games back, what's their last 10 look like? Are mm-hmm. they on any sort of streak? Mm-hmm. But I'm looking over here at the expected win loss for the St. Louis Cardinals, who, by the way, are in fourth place at 25 and 32. Everybody's hitting the panic button. Five games back. Five games back. Four and a half back in the wild card, if you're interested in that. Five and five in the last 10. Just mediocre, maybe even less than mediocre to some Cardinals fans. Their expected win loss is 29 and 28, which would put them, correct me if I'm wrong here, at the top of the division. Yeah, pretty much. And oh, by the Same way, wins as the as the Brewers. Yeah, the Brewers at twenty nine and twenty six at the top of the division have an expected win loss of twenty five and thirty, which puts them in the seat of the St. Louis Cardinals. So it's been a minute since I talked about the law of averages. Let it play out. Stop panicking. I've seen I've seen way too many way too many tweets, way too many replies saying fire this manager, let go of the whole front office. The only team that really applies to is the Boston Red Sox and that doesn't include the manager. Get rid of everybody else. I I'll agree with you there. All the outrage for the for the Red Sox is warranted. I'll I'll give you that. But everybody else, let's just let's calm down, please. The, the National League Central is going to shake up a lot. And you got, I mean, you got the Reds playing. The Reds just took the series from the Red Sox, who, again, are a poverty team. But you got the Reds at 7-3 and three in their last 10. They've won five in a row. They're in third place. The Pirates, we've already talked about the Pirates and what they've done. But 
even with their struggles as of late, they're still holding it down in second. But what I'm saying is, the Cardinals, I'm just telling you, been saying it since March, they'll be fine. And by the way, the Brewers at the top have the worst run differential in the division. So things are going to shake up. That's mm-hmm. all I wanted to say. Yeah, I. they need starting pitching. I, that's, that's not new news. That's not breaking any ground here. The, the Cardinals need starting pitching. Bullpen, although back end has been a little shaky at times, is still pretty good. Still pretty solid. And you got some superstars on the offensive side that will that will start producing and, and getting back to normal. So I'm not too worried about the offense. Um, it's it's starting pitching, and that is fixable. We've seen teams plug that hole in the middle of the season. So too early right now. I mean, most teams are looking internal to plug some of those holes first, and then I, I imagine some moves are going to be made here this summer. So... I don't I'm not too worried about the Cardinals either. And it's not like that division is going to you know run away at any point. Not They'll to mention right. it's almost Jordan Walker time once again. Jordan Walker's been tearing it up down in Memphis. So, so that'll annoying. Yeah, very much so. That'll uh that'll be sure to provide some sort of spark. Whether or not they need it at the point in time in which he comes up, whenever that may be. It'll be a spark nonetheless. Um, so yeah, just it wasn't really a, a dedicated segment. I, I didn't go into this wanting to necessarily dive deep into the National League Central. I just wanted to make that observation because I thought mm-hmm. it was 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 worth noting. Um something else I wanted to talk about. Do we should we should we save this or should we do it now? It's not really like a natural transition here, but we were talking strays and it reminded me of the fact that we needed to talk about the Doug Minkiewicz A-Rod situation. Is it, did it happen this weekend? Because you told me you didn't, you hadn't seen If it happened this weekend, I have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. So Doug Minkiewicz, the quote going around that you probably, that you've probably seen, even if you didn't see the video or the clip or whatever. Uh, the, the quote going around was that Doug Minkiewicz, former Red Sox first baseman, the guy who caught the ball, uh, or caught the flip, I should say from Keith Falk in the 2004 world series to end the Boston Red Sox world series drought and former Yankee. He, he spent a little time with the Yankees as well. He was quoted as saying there, he was on uh, foul territory, uh, another baseball pot out there, uh, was uh, MLB Network's Scott Braun. No, I don't. Is Scott Braun with MLB Network anymore? I don't know. I think he didn't he I transition he into out. this. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, him and Przinsky and those guys. Good little crew. They had him on, and the quote, as I was saying, the quote going around was saying from Doug that A Rod is going to die. What did he say? A lonely, a lonely man. Damn, a sad, lonely man or something. I don't know. So, is there any context to this? Or yeah. Like- so I got the I got the clip here. We c- I can play it for you since you haven't heard it. But uh, some context is there. Like I said, they're they're asking about a Rod, and he was talking about 
how essentially a rod because they were teammates in high school and they were, he was talking about how a rod uh, to the surprise of nobody kind of left behind his, like, you know, his high school teammates doesn't really stand to not even just like his high school teammates, but just kind of, I guess people from like earlier in his life now that he's mm. like the a rod that everybody knows. I, mm. I'm, I'm not surprised, but that's kind of the context of what they're talking about. So again, this is from foul territories podcast. Uh, so I got the clip here and I can play it for you. Like if it's a baseball study and we're doing stuff for Westminster, our high school. Yeah. If he's not sleeping at the table, like my, like they, honored my our coach for his three millionth win and there he is in his Timberwolf shirt sleeping in a chair and it's like come on man like you know I, I just I always said that he's gonna die a lonely man because you know what this whole like you know father of the year stuff god bless him for his daughters because it's gonna come a long way but uh it's like you're just trying to get into heaven now like I, I, that's the part like I'm still friends with my high school team we still text often not as often as we should but we still text group thread, constantly bad badgering each other. And it's just, you know, he's just distanced from it. And that's, I don't care how good or how great you become and how far your career goes. You all, you never forget your high school dudes. Like that's just like your high school and your college teammates are, are, are like they're brothers till the end. And we still talk and we still, we still shoot the shit, but like, you know, he's just nowhere to be found. Even when we do high school stuff for our coach, it's like, he's just, you know, like I said, he's, I have a picture of him sleeping at the table <laughs> in his Timberwolves shirt. I'm like, are you serious? Like, go Wolves. <laughs> Look, I I never want to put myself in a situation where I'm having to defend A-Rod, but, like, this is such a loser move from Doug Mankiewicz. The guy is oh, such a weirdo. Bro. Like, yeah. the only thing that you're going to be remembered for is putting yourself in a situation to where you – I believe he had to. He was sued by the Red Sox because really? of okay. because of that whole ball situation. Because he hung on to it and wouldn't mm-hmm. give it over. And he he was quoted as saying, "Like if somebody would have asked for it, I would have given it to him." I'm like, okay. Then is that why we we had to witness a, a negotiation play out? Yeah. With this whole thing, so dude's just a freaking loser. Like the 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 ball should have never been in in your possession after that game after that night like that's very much clearly the red sox ball that's the hall of fame's ball whoever else's yeah. ball it's not your ball i'm sorry uh anyway it, this just to me seemed like a a attempt at capitalizing on a window in which he could regain some relevancy because yeah what better way than to to punch up at a rod? I guess I I don't know. I who cares, dude? This is so weird. Like in, I don't talk to a single high school teammate. Not a one. Yeah, not a single one. I didn't play in the big leagues, so I don't know if if that changes things. But like, no, that whatever. that almost hurts his case because it's like. Yeah. If you go on to play Major League Baseball, okay, it's You've kind had of understood. Way more you, teammates than I've had. Yeah, and you get swept up in like a completely new chapter of your life to where right. you're playing professional baseball. But if you've got two guys sitting here that played college ball and don't talk to their high school teammates, what yeah. do you think that says about it? Like, yeah, 
So that's that's kind of a lame, yeah. a lame. I don't know. I, it's it is kind of a punch up. Uh, no one outside of diehard fans knows who Doug Mankiewicz is. Nobody. No. So like, whatever. Get your ten seconds in spotlight. Um, I mean, I, I don't like a Rod, but he's doing pretty good in life. I would say. I yeah, mean, yeah, he's he's, he's doing okay. The next thing I know, it's funny because you brought, I hadn't heard this. You were like, oh, I'll just play it on the pod live so you can hear it. I was scrolling through, like looking through Bleacher Report, like looking through stuff. And the next thing I see, and it just is spot on to who A-Rod is. And I'm not laughing at him having this. I'm just laughing of the timing of it. There's some report that came out that he has gum disease. So I'm like, are, is this like a soften the blow PR move that like, you know, just tap into let's defend A-Rod kind of thing? Oh, by the way, I know Doug Minkiewicz is picking on me, but by the way, I also have gum disease. So he's like, in constant. I mean, you, you would know this more than I do, but the guy is just in constant like damage control mode oh yeah it's just constantly trying to protect the image that he has crafted yeah. since he got out of the game which yeah. okay but whatever man and if he's lonely weird... he's lonely like who cares i don't you see see all these pictures of freaking ben affleck is is <laughs> hanging miserable. on for dear life with with j-lo so it's like maybe a-rod dodged the bullet there who knows yeah so i don't know what we're attacking here uh whatever man i don't I'm sure A-Rod's giving has given a ridiculous amount of money back to that high school and that baseball program. And like, you know, it's, it's weird defending this guy, but yeah. And at the end of the day, shots fired random. Yeah. Talk about strays at the end of the day. And if Meredith, you're listening, I love you. But at the end of the day, even let's just pretend like the whole Ben Affleck misery just doesn't exist. Wouldn't, wouldn't you rather have been able to look back in your life and say, I was with J-Lo and it didn't work out versus being like us, never having been with J-Lo ever? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. I think he's doing okay in life. That's I, what I I'm think saying. He's, I think he's doing okay. Like, uh, yeah. Fox Sports, he's got you remember his... That? You remember that, like, that the young the young Mariners A-Rod that got, uh, that got interviewed, and he's probably, like, a rookie. And they're like, who would be, like, your dream, dream girl? And he's like, J-Lo, all day. And he really, up, yeah, from, yeah. from the Mariners. I don't know. If yeah, I've ever like seen that. way That's back funny. in the day, he said that. He's like, my dream girl would be J Lo, and so That's like funny. the fact that he got her, it's like, all right, well. And you're on Shark Tank, so it's like you own a part of an NBA franchise. I, you're not completely failing at life as much as many haters as you have, including us two. It's like you're still doing okay, guy, minus the gum disease. Good luck with that. Yeah, best of luck. Never wish that on anybody, even no. a Rod. Uh, gosh, I did not think, I mean, we're, we're coming up on the back end of this episode and I've already defended A-Rod and Stroman. props to Marcus Stroman. Yeah. Look at us. Is, Turning is, a is, new there leaf. Any, is there anything else that we need to, to make amends for here while we're here? Give some know. love to somebody that we, we don't like unbelievable i talked about how josh naylor is is borderline oh we can't talk about fantasy my bad yeah we can't do that can't do that anymore. that's on me that's on me we've been asked 
Um, <laughs> Pete Alonzo, ironically, next, next, Peter Alonzo, next on my list of things mm. I wanted to talk about. I wanted to get your take on the, uh, for lack of a better way of saying it, the home run race between Peter Alonzo and Aaron Judge because we just got done talking about how Aaron Judge is on pace to basically, I don't want to say replicate, but yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? And then you got Peter Alonzo outpacing him right now at 20. Yeah. I think well, Judge has, what, 18? Yeah. Albeit he missed how much time? A couple weeks? Week and a half, two weeks. So, yeah. I mean, who's really outpacing who? Pretty uh, crazy. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm not too worried about it. I I think uh the the difference is that like Peter Peter has a max effort swing. You know those guys like on the pitching side where you say like oh that's an easy 98 or that is a everything I got 98. Peter is a everything I got for 20 home runs right now. Judge is like a I missed that one and it's still going. Right? It's still getting out. And say whatever you want about Yankee Stadium. He's doing this everywhere he goes. If he misses one, it's it's gonna find a way to get out. So yeah. I uh I don't know. I I think this this race probably still belongs to Judge. Yeah, and, and I, I very loosely called a race because again I recognize that it just got you June. June. I understand. I don't mean the race in terms of like, oh, no, we gotta I got to tune it. in yeah. for all these at bats, but like, yeah, safe to assume that I'd love it. Honestly, it'd be great. Like, yeah, for the, I think the the Yankee Met rivalry needs to get going again. Yeah, get a little get a little heated again. I would love for like some type of build up, and I'm gonna go ahead and assume if there is like a a reconstruction or a reconfiguration of the of the league and divisions and things like that. It'd be wild to see those two in the same division. Wild. So I'm going to need that to happen soon though, while these teams have their respective characters, because that's going right. to make the whole thing. Oh like, yeah. 10 years down the road, it might not be no. the same thing it is now, but you yeah. got, you got guys like Pete Alonzo, Kermit Cole, Peter Alonzo, Kermit Cole, Frankie Lindor, just a bunch of mm-hmm. characters. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna need that to happen soon. It'll come. Um, can I close this out here? Just reminding people why All Star voting is a yoke, the worst thing to exist in baseball. A yoke. Okay, maybe not the worst thing to exist in baseball, but like. Like, what are we doing, dude? I've already seen the screen. It's been a day. It it hadn't even been a full 24 hours yet. And I was already seeing screenshots of people just running straight ballots. I'm like, why? Why? And not to mention, like, we're at a point in time. Like, getting serious here for a minute. We're at a point in time right now in society and we're Nate and I made this 
call it a promise, call it a pact, whatever. When we first started this thing, that we're not we're not gonna get political. No, on this show, like some people may want us to and address some certain topics, but we we are gonna remain a place that you can come. Yeah, to where you can nice hear a little escape, a nice escape. Regardless what side of the aisle you're on, regardless what issues you're passionate about, this is a place you can come and just hear about baseball. I know that's a foreign concept to some people, <laughs> given that every outlet out there nowadays seems like they're taking on issues headfirst when it's really just not even their place. Yeah. Um. But again, as I was saying, getting getting serious here for a second, we're at a place now where you could take a guy I'm just I'm looking at the ballot right now. Let me let me just see. I'm heck, a guy we literally just got done talking about, Pete Alonso. You'd think, oh, Peter Alonso. You'd think sure. Certainly belongs on the all-star team. Mm-hmm. But if Alonso comes out and takes a stand on and we're not going into this into this topic I, no. but you if you're listening you know what I'm talking about if if Alonzo takes a stance on target mm-hmm. people will then go out of their way and it's it's a whole it, it's a it's a a broader conversation when you're talking like Hall of Fame and we we've talked about that process too how that's yeah. very questionable Alonzo comes out and takes a stand one one way or another on target you will have a group of people on the opposite side of the debate surrounding target coming out in droves Mm -hmm. to either a support him or b make sure that he's the last vote getter at his respective position and to me that's not that's not baseball that's not how an all-star selection should be determined yeah. And like take the politics out of it. Just a reminder that this is essentially a popularity contest. And we're reminded of it every time of year once it gets to June every year that this is this is the process that we're dealt. And you can say, well, it doesn't matter. Why does it matter so much? We've talked about it before. These kinds of things are the things you you read about in in career wrap ups when it's like oh Pujols finished his his career with seven hundred some odd home runs and this many All Star game appearances. Well, if his last All Star appearance was like a hey let's let's get him let's in just there see him one more time just yeah. to see him one more time then you kind of lose it, it loses credibility a little bit on a more uh. I don't know if serious is the right word, but on a more serious note, if a guy goes to arbitration, and we've talked about this before, I had an all-star year last year, mm-hmm. but I wasn't voted as an all-star because of this or that, because I've got, I got beat out by player X who uh, is more marketable and just got voted in because he, he, uh, is more attractive to the younger demographic as, as a player in terms of uh, what he brings to the table, regardless what he brought to table performance wise. So I just, 
I I just get tired of the the system, and I feel like a broken record every summer when this rolls around. But it's just worth talking about. And as I mentioned, there's currently some things going on right now in baseball that, albeit aren't related to an all star caliber player, but these are things. These are just realities of where we're at. Yeah. And I just don't think that these these the the fans should have the power to dictate well because i don't agree with you on a particular topic and it it goes mm-hmm. both ways i'm not yeah. i'm not taking a stance here it goes both ways i don't think the fans should then have this power to dictate what accolades you're deserving of based on what you have brought to the table yeah, we're talking about like six figure bonuses being included it's in contracts yeah. for this you know um and i do agree and i think there's there's ways to fix this, uh, and we've watched other leagues, specifically the NFL and the NBA. Their their version of the All Star Game has become just a joke, just a complete joke. And I fear that we're we're trending in that direction um, by leaving it in the hands of of fans only. So I'd love to see, in my mind, like go through this first stage with names on it and then the next stage remove the names just vote on stats just vote on numbers the rest of the way out and i think you'd be surprised who would be in there and i I think there's ways to adjust this but yeah kind of with you overall though i still might be leaning as many home runs as peter has i'd still might lean towards freddie yeah yeah i mean i was just using the same example like yeah whether he's a starter reserve what have you but just as an example of a guy who yeah political stance should not be involved in in this type of decision making and i'm not talking like super outlandish things like truly not just things you disagree with i'm talking like truly outland like that's a different conversation but like (laughs) i didn't i didn't think we're gonna be having this conversation but like look at the end of the day, can we just get back as a society and just as like an industry, like with sports of just having normal dialogue again, right. where like, oh, I disagree with you. Here's why. And like it not be the end of the world and it not like yeah. it not be your your life mission to ruin that person's life moving yeah. forward because you disagree with them. I don't know. I I just as I said, I'm reminded of this every time the voting process comes along. There's other outliers to it. It's not just about baseball. That's what's unfortunate. It shouldn't be that way. And and again, the only, if you're listening to this, you probably go, well, we've heard your take on this before. Why, why do you keep saying it? Well, it's because of this added element that I'm Mm -hmm. talking about where like everything now has become so politicized. Right. And you see it work its way into sports. Now it's fully embedded in, in sports, not just baseball, but across the board. Talk about a Kurt Schilling not being in the hall of fame. And yeah, and you know, those whether, are difficult, difficult things to navigate, and and I think it's it's, yeah, I'm I'm hoping this is just a phase that we can get out of, but I don't know. And again, it's not it's not one side versus the other. I'm talking no. across the board. Like we just need to get back to having normal conversations with one another yeah. and like okay respecting that with people other. have different opinions yeah crazy what a weird thought what a concept oh man 
All right, I feel a little better. I needed cool. to get that. Good. Needed to get that out. Um, I did have a note here where we could have gone through the ballot, but we went a little deeper on a couple things. I feel like maybe we could save this, let some let some numbers fluctuate a little bit, see where we are in in an episode or two or three or four, depending upon when we want to bring this back. I think the first. The first round of voting, and yeah, it says ends June 22nd. Oh, we got time. So we can circle back on this. As much of a joke as I think the process is. I the mean, The fact that is, Jose Altuve is even on this ballot is it, an absolute. It just, yeah. Uh, what are we doing? And like, the last thing I'll say on it is, and I'm pretty sure I've said this before, but if not, why, why would you, as a fan of a team, even if you're just the most diehard, why wouldn't you want to see just the best of the best? Right. Like if I'm the Reds, like as a, as a fan of the Red Sox, I don't want to see Tristan Cassis in the all-star no, game. Shouldn't be on the ballot either. Like, I don't want to see Christian Arroyo. No. In the all-star game. Yeah. I'd love to see Rafael Devers because he's an all-star. Do I want to see Kike Hernandez? No. Do I want to see Connor Wong? No. Like I, I, the whole this I've never. You're not interested in Josh Rojas. <laughs> Rose got a six sixteen OPS. Why is he on here, dude? I've been waiting. Does everyone to just see, get put on here now? I've been waiting to see Michael A. Taylor bring his two fourteen average and six home runs and six fifty one OPS to Woof. the the grandest stage. That's all I want in life right now. Like. Let's stop the straight ballots, please. Can we? Can that be a movement that we started in 2023? Stop the straight ballots. It's not funny. It's not cute. Nobody wants to see your scrub quadruple A outfielder <laughs> come on as a reserve. Not, not even as a reserve. Like, I don't even want him on the roster. I get the whole, like, team representation thing. Yeah, that's fine. But, like. Be better about who you're voting for. That's all I ask. Okay. I feel better now. Good Sorry. Up. I had to go on a little bit of a rant there. It's all right. Did your thing. Um, weekend series to watch. You got anything else? Was there anything else you want to touch on? No. Let's get out of here. If I know you the way I know you, that's very much like a... I just had to listen, sit here and listen to you for an hour. I don't have anything else to say. Let's get out of here. Uh, I do apologize. I, I, I was texting the other day. I didn't get much of a baseball fix. So I feel like now I, it's just I, coming I needed in this. Yeah, it's coming in. I feel like I needed this. I tried shrimp and grits the, for the first time this weekend. Delicious. Really? It's, it's excellent. Unbelievable. I've never had grits before. What have I been missing? Yeah, it's it's excellent. I had it for the Man. first time like within the last year or something. It was pretty good. Never thought I'd like it. Never thought I would. Likewise. Big fan. Shrimp in there? What are we doing? Delicious. <laughs> what are we doing? Just unbelievable. A, just a little Cholula on the grits, by the way. I was, was taught that, that. Okay, I was, was going to ask, some, was that your experiment or was that recommended to you? It was recommended. Okay. So I'm some fish tacos, grits on the side. They said, put a little Cholula on there. I said, okay. 
I would be a giant fat human being if I lived in the South. I would be in like real the trouble. Deep South. Yeah, yeah, I'd be in real trouble. What's for breakfast? Just some biscuits and concrete gravy. Grits on and the side. Some, you want sweet tea for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Bacon. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's that? We're out of sugar. Nate, can you run up to the store and get a full bag? We used the full bag on the last picture we made. <laughs> yeah. Some good old sweet tea. Jared Walsh is on the ballot, in case you're wondering. He's hitting 185 with zero home runs and four ribbies. Miguel Cabrera has a 5'11 OPS. He's going to get in. He's absolutely going to get in. He's absolutely getting in. And that is the reality of where we're at with the all-star voting. AJ Pollock's on here. Hitting 161. Who's the Joey least? Votto doesn't have stats. He's on here. <laughs> no stats. Well, Joey, Joey Votto's not doing terribly. Like in comparison, I mean, it's no. There's it's, literally no stats. It's just blank. Just has no, his no, name. I get what you. No, no, I get what you're saying. But I'm saying recalling some of his numbers that I've seen recently. Like it's Joey Votto stats for sure. But like Is he even playing. It's still Is he played this year. Yes, I don't even know he was year, playing dude. this year. Yeah, because he went. He had like a little revenge tour there early in the year. No, he hasn't done anything. Yeah, he does. what are you talking about, dude? Straight yeah. zeros for the season. No, that's not. He's literally played the season. What are you talking about? <sighs> Is it just like pulling from Baseball Reference or something? I just looked on fantasy app. He's literally hitting he's hitting 194 with 11 home runs, 23 ribbies. He's got an OPS of 822. So like classic Joey Gallo fashion. He has not played this year. Yes, he has, dude. Where I'm have looking you on been? baseball reference. There's nothing for 2023. Where have you been? You're okay. You're pulling. I'm looking at it right now. Joey Votto has not played. Joey Gallo has played Votto. baseball in tw- Votto. Joey you Votto. Said- you said Gallo. I never said Gallo. I said Joey Votto. Oh, I thought you said Joey Gallo. I'm no. Not... He's quite literally played, and he's done surprisingly no. well. Joey Votto. Wow. Have you? Did you really say Joey Votto the first time sure around? Sure did. I'm looking right at his face on this, on this ballot. There's probably people just yelling at me right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. I, I truly apologize. That's... I was like, what are you saying? You've watched games in which he played. Uh, yeah, he has not played. Nope. Oh, and you're saying he's on the ballot. Yeah. He's on, on the DH side. Chilling. Sure enough. Not a single stat on there. How about that? Let's I get mean, him in. Wh- what are we doing? Get him in. Let's like, get him what in. What are we doing as a I'd sport? love to go that way. Let's just get the worst players. Yeah. The all trash game. It's not a bad idea. He literally hasn't just, played a game. It's just the A's playing against <laughs> different guys from the NL. It's just an A's inter-squad game. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
figure it out baseball <laughs> like there's a better system than this this uh, is not it clean <laughs> it up weekend series. unbelievable weekend ah weekend series uh blue jays versus the mets got some Ooh, i mean both you got interleague i like this yeah, you would have some decent pitching matchups here if Justin Verlander could actually, you know, pitch well. Chris Bassett, game one versus Justin Verlander. Mm. Uh, uh, Bassett yeah. going out, up against his former squad. Jose he's Barrios. He's been lately, too. He has. He's been, he's been killing it. Game been, two. Ho- it's been good. He's also been pretty, pretty uh, vocal on some podcasts lately. Has he really it's haven't pissing heard me off a little bit. Yeah, Chris Rose is on like this like anti-Yankee thing for like the last few podcasts. Oh, was he the doing. one talking about how Judge yeah. is lying or whatever? Yeah, he's the one saying that. There's a, they they just complain, dude. The Blue Jays just complain. Complain about all things. Yeah, a bunch of losers. All things. Bunch of losers. Not to mention, like, you're not breaking any news. Like, clearly we all yeah. know Judge was lying. Like anybody that understands no. what he was doing which is to be fair an alarmingly low amount of people like i, I thought yeah. more people would have understood what judge was doing but the people that did understand they knew he was just lying like of course he's lying he's just yeah. saving face anyway yeah. game two jose brios versus tyler mcgill and game three yusei kikuchi kikuchi versus kodai, kodai senga ghost fork Ooh, Kikuchi Senga. Have we had that before? Kikuchi is Japanese, right? Yes. Or is he, is he Korean? Mm. I'm like almost positive Japanese. Yeah. Sick. Definitely Japanese. That's cool. This is gonna yeah. be a cool little matchup. And he's had Japan's some, gonna be watching. He's had some flashes. I mean, yeah, this year. Like yeah. you can see something still there. He's Sanga's just Sanga's been a freak, dude. Sanga had didn't he just come off a crazy start. He did. Yeah. I like that. That's gonna be a good matchup. Yeah. It's a good series pick. Blue Jays need Kikuchi to kind of mm-hmm. get a little more consistent because it's he's shown you like it. He's yeah. got some stuff. He, he's he can, in there. He can put it together. Just got to do it consistently. Uh, that's my uh, weekend series watch. Mine's a slam dunk. Yankees going out to L.A. for the first time in forever. Um, Severino going game one against Kershaw. Garrett Cole going against Grove. And then Herman going against Miller. So not the big powerhouse Dodger names you were hoping for, but... Um, It'll be Herman's first game back since the suspension. Yeah, I was ask. Yeah. Um, so interesting there. And, you know, Dodgers fans don't. They're they're locked in. Dodgers fans are very locked in on on that kind of stuff. So I expect some some booze coming in, but man, it's gonna be real cool to see Judge there and just being around Mookie and Freddie. Like this is yeah. I'm going to be tapped into this series. I'm not crazy, right? It was the last time they were out there in LA. Wasn't that for like the players weekend thing where they're wearing the all whites and all blacks. Was that the last time they were in LA? 
Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. That that Players Weekend series, where they just had the atrocious uniforms. Surely they've been out there since then, right? That was like... It's like 2021, 2019 even? I'll look it up. Because that would have... No. This can't be the first time they've been back. Yeah, 2019. August of 2019. Yeah, the... Players Weekend is in August, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then you had the All-Star Game last year. Right. Stanton hit a home run. Yeah. Er. Yeah. I don't think mm-hmm. I'm getting those two things mixed up. Yeah. I don't think anyway, so. Uh, closing the book here real quick. We got to get out of here, but... Did you see the video of the A's fan running on the field pregame? No one cared. Not a soul cared. Not about a it. soul. Like I think there was maybe one or two security guards at the very end with yeah. just the most lackluster effort. Like, yeah. all right, dude, come Is on. Is that post game? Pregame? I think it was pregame. Was it? Yeah. Because I think they were watering there. the field. Dozens of fans. We only had one camera angle on that. Shows how many people were there. One camera angle from like the third deck. Uh, yeah. What a what a. It's time. It's just get out of there. Just blow it up. Uh, have a great weekend. We will see you guys. Uh, hopefully we'll be back in the swing of things, at least for a little while. I think uh, I'm gonna be heading out at the end, towards the end of June. That long, that long weekend we have, like Juneteenth or whatever. I think that's like, yeah, towards the end of June, I'll be uh, heading to the beach with the family for close to a week. So I don't know, man. Don't know if we're gonna be. I'll be in Denver. After that. Yeah. The so week after. Basically, what we're saying we is this is last last episode. Yeah, it was it was it was a good ride. We'll uh, thanks everybody. Wish wish you best of luck. No, we'll see you guys Monday, and uh, we'll 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 try to keep it going as best we can. But uh, have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you then. Don't go chasing curveballs. We love y'all, and as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.